Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. This podcast is Entail Enhanced. To see pictures, articles, and links of what's being discussed, download the Entail app. Hello, I'm Lauren Lyo, and this is She's a Wreck your new favourite podcast where I talk about the albums, the films and the books with some of the coolest women of our time that have most influenced their life. This week I'm so excited to be joined by Chenenya Iziodu and Serafina Be. These two are two really up and coming amazing actors and they are best mates that just constantly champion each other wherever they can. They're all over each other's Instagrams and I never know who's who because all they do is chat about each other. Ginny stars in Sex Education and Serafina's in Top Boy of Netflix and both of them whilst doing this also run in a very cool little gang with a couple of their other creative friends and honestly by the end of the episodes I think you'll probably want to be their best mate as well. Um, it was a riot. My producer, who's a huge fan of them both, sat in and was beaming the entire episode. It was ridiculous. It was definitely one of my favourite episodes to record for sure. Hi, ASMR. ASMR. We're going to start singing for us. Hi, ASMR. Welcome to Actors ASMR. You're just going to get me laughing like a crazy woman. (laughs) Okay, are we on? Did you get that? Yeah, great. Good, lovely. Thank you so much for getting us doing ASMR. Guys, hello. Yo. Um, I'm so excited to have you both because. I feel like we've known each other for a bit of a time. Yeah. But like, we've just like, sort of like run in the same circles. Yeah. For ages. MIT, yeah. MIT. Um, so, MIT, <laughs> hello, <Jesus>. big up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm with Chinenyi Ezudu. Yeah, yeah. There we are. And Serafina Bay. Yeah. <laughs> How easy. Yeah, I'm so basic. <laughs> Three words. Three letters. Or for, for short, Chinny. So that's yeah, yeah. how we yeah. all know you, yeah. Um, but I've known you guys for, what would it be now, like... When oh did, I met you in 2016, I think. Yeah. Because that's when you started the rep. Yeah, and we did that picture. What no. picture? The group well, MIT uh, picture. Oh, yeah, when you started. Yeah, oh. and like you guys did it with like Oscar and them lot. What picture? Probably, oh, that's when you two. Because no, no. I met no, no, like, everyone when you guys were doing your show. What, Consensual? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch that. This but, is like, really I good. That... It was just like, hi, and I ran away. Ah, because just... you'd just been picked and started. No, no, no. yeah, I was doing um, Play Not. Ah. Yes, I was watching Oh, my God, that's right. So for context here... I need to explain this because everyone listening is going to be like, what are they talking about? Um, (laughs) So we all know each other from the National Youth Theatre. Um, theatre which <laughs> is like an amazing organisation for young actors and the three of us went through a programme called the Rep Company which is like 16 top class actors yep, yep. Are, uh, are picked I mean <laughs> we try to be amazing <laughs> um, are picked and do nine months training and three of those months tend to sit on the West End doing three different plays mm-hmm. I did mine in 2015, and then these guys did it in 2016. 2016, So we met probably just before. So you didn't know that you got on it. 
when we oh. first met. Ah, you were doing playing up and playing yeah. up's also an amazing program yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can do before yeah. or after, I guess. Before or after, social inclusion course is brilliant. It's, it's, it's free. It's for anyone from like. For me, the most important thing about playing up is like you don't even necessarily have to have an ambition of getting an Oscar or being like yeah. on a big stage. It's just like confident and boost. And if yeah. you are passionate about theatre, it's there for you. Yeah, and if you've not um, had a chance, maybe and yeah, elsewhere. if you haven't been exposed to it before, mm. it's, it's a nice opportunity to like kind of just get your teeth into it and see what it's all about. Yeah, um, that's amazing enough. people have come through it as well. Yeah. Alice as well, like Alice being like, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's amazing. Oh, is she in film? She is in the new film that I'm going to do. Yeah, so Ooh, on Twitter. Get ah, it. So, thank you so much. I'm loving this little so I would like to explain how you've got to where you've got to, but I think it's better that you do it yourselves. People might know you at the moment as Viv in sex education. That's a zoop, big, zoop. big thing that's happened. Oh, yeah. Friend yeah. Her up. Zoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, smartest kid in school, aren't zoop. you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't even deny that. Relax. And then we've got Seraphina, you've done loads. You've like at the moment you've done oh, Silent Witness, done that's quite recent. Much, Jay's, yeah. I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. a nice person at Not all. Not a nice person. Stay nah. Jay's. Nah. And then Fire and Top Boy. Yep, yeah. Netflix Again, Top Boy. Another not too nice person. Okay, great but, theme. Great um, theme. Yeah. <laughs> and then Madison and EastEnders, yeah, which oh, is not is nice. That, not really. Yeah, no. Was that the first thing that you did, EastEnders? That was right after rap. Ah, okay. Literally right after rap, had to leave rep early for that. And again, yeah, just set Phil Mitchell's daughter on fire. So Phil Mitchell, that is absolutely yeah, iconic. That was, that was fun. That is why did you set her on fire? I don't watch these things. I don't um, know. Okay, so we started with um, um, Bex Fowler, so like um, Sonia's daughter. Yeah, just started drawing things on her forehead and making her eat cat shit as you do ah. on the BBC. Do you think kids do that? I well, no. it I was it was much. actually interesting because I was like, are we aren't we going a bit too? Far yeah. and like obviously some kids reply back on online because they do and it's like oh shit they they do that no okay that happens and then um yeah Louise got set on fire because um, <laughs> prom was happening people were jealous it was a hype time people get pushed because there was like a Romeo and Juliet theme and fire and flames and dresses and fire do you think that because it's ran for so long they have to come up with wild things <laughs> to write Probably. for it I mean yeah I think it's just part of soaps isn't it sometimes you've got to set people but on like fire. there's a reason it's still on TV like people yeah. talk about like how it's some of the most popular TV that's still ever going to sit yeah uh, for me it was the Mitchell sisters' death that got to me actually. Oh, yeah. oh Roxy Money. Yeah, man, that was that was out of that's when, that's when I stopped watching it because oh, it was for, too much for you. Too heartbreaking. No, I think yeah, it was too heartbreaking. <laughs> but I just think that's the last time I was like, this is good. Mm. Oh Lord. no, offense. No, no, I paid my bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I loved you. Sentence until then, I was just like, oh, Roxy Money. They were such. So they were so good. So you turned up. So you. Turned you know up. what's actually really funny about the Roxy and Money thing? Yeah, because like. Obviously, I was on set and like I was running around the square, like, oh my god, it's the square, really tiny in real life. I have yeah. to say, I was like, wow, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, it's really weird. Obviously, I wasn't meant to know that they were dead because I was new, and I was running oh. around the square and I walked past the um, the what was then the R and R bar, and it was like bare flowers, and I was like, who died? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was looking at me like. No, and I was like, what, what, "Well, who died?" I don't. I then I figured it out. I was like, oh, 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 so respect, respect yeah. to you all. Yeah. Oh no, like, why is there bare flowers on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's quite the intense. For the yeah, but obviously going. it was for the it was for the 
for filming purposes. Yeah, yeah. Good, but I was just like, Aha, I was gonna say, I was like, is that like a ritual that they do that when I just <laughs> leave? It's like, <laughs> peace be with you all, peace be with you. Good luck. Good luck. Like, I want Mad that. No, man, that's that's like pre-death. I don't want that. Please keep <laughs> the flowers to yourself. <laughs> what? You guys met at MIT, didn't you? Yeah. So can you then tell me kind of like how you've got to where you started as actors and how you got to where you are now? Um, you can compete for who wants to chat first, but some Chini someone go. go. Yeah, Chenny go. Well, I think it all started in like primary school when we did a school play called mm-hmm. uh, The Hawks and Gollum, uh, a little <laughs> known play. Um, Is it? <laughs> you to me. Um, <laughs> and I was, I was like the lead role in my head. Well, I wasn't. I had a couple of lines, but Lovely. I made it the lead, obviously. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> And there was like strobe lights and my hair was really big and it was just amazing. I was like, I want to do this forever. Yeah. And then I um, did got to do a junior guild hall. Oh, wow. Which is like a Saturday school um, from uh, guild hall. And that was amazing. Like we, we worked with uh, Hester Chillingworth, who is like a really big inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she just pushed me in ways that not many people have still yeah, even yeah, yeah. as a director. And she just made me love acting. Yeah. And, and and then I auditioned for drama schools, <laughs> which is a is just quite bantorious because I didn't get into any. Neither did but, I. Do I mean, it's a bit mad. It's a bit mad because I, mean, I was like, I went to junior Guildhall. <laughs> I should go to Guildhall. <laughs> and then I allegedly like, no, like, sorry, you're not coming in. And yeah, after the first round, got cut. Did it no. again? What? I was like, "Rah!" Am I that bad? Hey, that's peak, you know. It's a bit peak. I was like, like "Am I a good actor?" I'm not like, like, "No, no, Chini, you're sick. You're a sick actress." I, I know, I like, know. Sick, like, but yeah. Guildhall doesn't think like, that. The world knows now you're sick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, "I'm like, you're all right. You're fine. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. all right now." Um, but then I auditioned again for drama schools, didn't get in again, and I was like, "Rah, cool." Um, and then my mom, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's not funny. It's like my life. <laughs> and then my mom was like, um, I, "I think you need to go to." university and I was like I don't want to so I auditioned again I didn't get in and then I was like yeah you need to go to university oh and then I went to university and I went what to university? Coventry oh. University I didn't even go to uni same hmm? oh. well, yeah Coventry wasn't uni for me um I was just there for the bants <laughs> honestly I did psychology and I was like psychology is great it kind of like works quite well with acting though yeah but does it because I didn't go to any lectures oh my oh, lord well, in that case okay, yeah bad, bad. Oh. <laughs> I know this works kid in school like you're now you're playing the smartest kid in school. Right. But I'm really not smart. I really <laughs> you play it. You're very like you say, very good actor. Very good. Very dead Sickest talent. actor on road. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Um and then I yeah, I got the call that I was going to do NYT yeah, from yeah. Anna and I was in like my house and I was screaming, I was like, Yes! Had you done, had you done I didn't know I was auditioning for rep. Oh. So I was just like I was auditioning for the actual place. Swear down. No, and then know. they were like oh, you, do you want to audition for rap? And I was like, okay. Yeah, and then I, I came, yeah, yeah. Man. And then I came to do the auditions. Yeah. And then I met you at the auditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that is the time that we fucked up the lines. We, we both, both fucked up the lines. Up lines. Oh my we were to, I was doing my monologue and I, <laughs> and I, I went on stage. And I was like, I, it wasn't to be or not to be, but I was like, to be or not to be. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, I don't know oh. my next line. <laughs> and I was like, can I do it again? <laughs> went back. Came back on stage and I did it again and it was perfect. Okay, yeah. Okay, good, yeah, good, yeah. Good, yeah. And Anna was like, yeah, you gotta yeah, you've got to do it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. And then what happened from there? I, you did rep. I did rep yeah. for a year. 
Yeah, you guys used to be the longer. Almost. Yeah, you ten guys... months. Now I feel like the newer oh, ones are much longer. Is that what it is? Or maybe yeah, nine yeah, months. Yeah. Nine? Uh, yeah. And then uh, we got signed from that yeah, to did. an agent. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to... Okay, we're the, yeah, what are let... we talking about? What are we not talking about? I don't know if I should say this. I don't know. But... You can say something and then we can cut it if you don't okay, want to say. Okay, I'm going to say <laughs> it. <it's banned>. Um, <laughs> when <laughs> the end of rep, we were all like talking to agents. I was like, oh yeah, I want to know agents. And then this agent was like, um, we want to sign you. So I went in to basically sign. But Anne McNulty had like set me up meetings for other people. Like, with Did Scott. you have Anne as well? I didn't have her as a mentor, <sighs> um, but she was just really cool mm-hmm. and she's really nice. And she set me up with meetings with um, Conway Van Gelder. For uh, people listening, these are like huge, yeah. huge agents yeah. yeah the ones yeah scott marshall um and <laughs> i had signed Sorry, and then <laughs> oh no and then i and then i feel um, like i'm getting a scoop <laughs> it's re- yeah it's really it was i was young can i just say i was very young i didn't know what the fuck i was doing in young life indeed. yeah and then i was like well i had these other meetings with so-and-so agents so you'd signed your contract yeah and i was like can we hold off signing but you'd signed it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I had meetings with um, Scott Marshall and them lot. Please, let's just stop. And then they emailed me back and was like, um, yeah, we don't really want you anymore. No. You, you seem like you want to be with other people. <gasps> and, and Oh, no, and you and, just hadn't made up your mind yeah, yet. And, and, and those meetings were just meetings. They weren't like oh, a formal signing of anything. Uh, and I was just like, well, I have no agent now. I have nothing. Nothing was on the table. No. I, literally, I was like, rah. But what can you do? Yeah. And then I talked to Prasanna and he was like, oh, yeah. Prasanna's one of the yeah. mentors on um, NYT. An amazing actor amazing. as well. He's great. He's really great. wonderful man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, he cooked me up with an agent and I signed with her and I was with her for like a year or two. A year and a bit. A year and a bit. Yeah. And then she dropped me. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and oh she dropped me really harsh. It was she yeah, said that was, that was picked me up on my head. And yeah, she was like she <laughs> no, it, it was it was the one line she said, nothing comes of nothing in the email. What? And I was like, Oh wow. Swear down deep. Yeah. Wow. But you know what? It, sometimes it doesn't work out and yeah, fair, but and fair. so then what so because how did you then how have you got to where you are in this current moment of oh i'm doing really well this girl graphs you yeah, yeah. this girl works to, so hard yeah I, I, so did you get sex education with no agent basically bef- yeah yeah i'll come up to that okay um so got dropped spent a year and a bit just like proper grafting mm-hmm. uh, contacting casting directors and being like please can, I, can you meet me can you meet mm. me and not many people responded and some people did so I did Girls with Kane Husbands wasn't that, but wasn't you working with that woman just before Girls Hubbard yeah yeah I worked Amy with Hubbard. Amy Hubbard yeah. Amy like, Hubbard cast me in one of my first like big TV jobs she's really? a legend she's, yeah. Yeah, she's and great. an amazing reader in an audition she's really? like proper good actor you know yeah. you need that yeah. I think sometimes yeah. that's actually yeah. Yeah. Need, yeah. Yeah. I was so I was like super intimidated to meet her as well because she's so legendary well, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I was like oh nah and I'd heard almost they were all quite intimidating and then I met her she was so lovely and yeah. so good she's the coolest oh, person it. to work with as well yeah. she's so kind and yeah. she'll offer you advice yeah. um, I did that and I worked with Dan Hubbard before that mm-hmm. um, also and, a legend yeah, yeah he's cool guys um, and then I did Girls mm-hmm. with Kate Husbands um, and I invited Priscilla John's people's people mm. to come down and see me and then they saw me and then they invited me for an audition 
for the stranger. He was amazing in girls, by the way. Let me just thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stop. Oh, um, yeah. No, stop. I like it. More. Um, so I got that audition. I, I got the audition, and then I, sm- I, did, I thought I did such a shit audition. The stranger being the Netflix one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a small part. And I thought I fucked it completely. I literally emailed them the next day. I was like, I'm so sorry. I can do better. <gasps> no. <laughs> I was, I I've was, never heard of anyone doing yeah. that. Really? Oh, is it just me? No, someone emailing a casting director being like, really sorry about yeah, being yeah. shit yesterday. And they, they literally called me back the next day and was like, you didn't do shit. You got the job. And I was like, oh, what? That's often the way. That is the thing, it isn't is. it? That people are like, when you think you've not done a it's good job. so mad. And then I got that and I was, like chatting to this guy at Curtis Brown, who's now my agent, Joe Powell. And I was like, well, I just got cast in this, mm. so can you see me? And I, and he invited me in to, for a meeting. And at the end of the meeting, I was like, I really want to be seen for sex education. I know they're casting it. Did you know that there was a part you could do? No. Oh. Actually, I did, I did. I think pe- people were like auditioning for it yeah, and I heard yeah, about yeah. it. No, yeah, that chat was going around. And I was like, yeah, please, can I, can I be seen for it? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, actually, we... um." look after the casting directors who's casting that. And I was like, yes. Oh, yeah. And like the next day I had the audition and it went, I thought it went shit as well. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to get it, fine. And then they called me back in and they called me back in and then they called me back in. No <laughs> And then I ended up getting the role. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hot you up though because there, there was a point, yeah, because me, me and uh, our, our other friend, Nathaniel, we mm-hmm. kind of clocked that's something we was like, was like Chini's been a bit quiet so this yeah. is what I was going to say did you tell were you allowed because when I got Outlander I wasn't allowed to tell anyone my mum knew my boyfriend at the time knew that yeah. was it I wasn't allowed there was only like one person I like that knew that was yeah. Shiv yeah. and that was because he was helping he was me helping the lines <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't have told him <laughs> um, but I didn't tell anyone and then I think when did I, do, when did I tell you guys? Because we, okay, I think it was you a kind of, of like, we clocked, clocked we clocked, you yeah. were still auditioning. Yeah. <laughs> and then me and Nathaniel, you know, it was for sex education as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm. like, I was seen for it as well before Chini, but I oh. knew. Oh. No, 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 it's, <laughs> it's not a thing, guys, I promise, I'm not quiet. It's kind of If like, I remember, it was, it was mad, because like, where I was at the time, like, I was feeling really shit, just as an actor, creatively, I was going through my own stress. I lost my voice for like two weeks. Mm. So when I went in, I was literally auditioning, like, hey, my name's Serafina. It was like, I weren't getting it mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> I remember being like oh, I just want to see someone get it that like I know mm-hmm. and then quite well you know quite well like, yeah like, see that's like half the reason like I wanted you guys to come on together because I have never like for everyone listening these two are best mates you've only known each other now that'd be four years probably yeah, yeah. four five-ish years and I have never seen to and what is like a competitive hard industry where you could be so tricky with each other mm. you're so supportive and you big each other up Every, like, there's times where I'm looking on either of your Instagrams and you could mistake it for one of the others because like you're posting about Serafina half the time mm. and vice versa and it's it's really cool and it's really yeah. inspiring I think it's super important as well that yeah, yeah. that scene because I don't think it is and I've got yeah. friends that I'll try and do that same sort of thing with but you are like a unit you two and Nathaniel oh, who Nathaniel the boy the man he's also a legend but yeah. like, have you always strived to do that with each other? No, I you think know when it's you quite just, organic. Yeah, when you just banter, you find mm. someone you can just banter with. Um, yeah. Are you finished with your story, actually? I am, I'm done. I, I'm <laughs> boring. Uh, cool. No, no, cause I feel like, because I feel like a lot of my kind of story are kind of going intertw- to intertwine with that. Yeah. Um, okay, so like for me, when I started, like I started actually coming up to nine years ago um, acting, like I started at Oval House in, I can't remember when anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, started at Oval House Theatre, recommended to go there, um, 
by a friend of mine who wrote a play, um, Tristan Finuedu, he wrote a play called Scheme, which is his first mm. play he wrote. Um, we used to go to college together as well. And I remember like, initially I wasn't looking to do acting actually. Mm-hmm. I was I was very heavily into my sports. I used to do track and field. I used to do basketball. Um, and I really thought I was going to go down a path of doing kind of basketball quite seriously. I used yeah. to play for Croydon Borough, um, like semi-pro. And I was like, I just I just loved it. Just, yeah, was I, can, I can really, I did gymnastics competitively yeah. and I almost yeah. went to that route, yeah. And I loved the, the, for me it was the kind of discipline of like, you know, just always, remaining focused and that and that kind of like never getting complacent mm-hmm. that's one thing I've that's always kind of stuck in my spirit from like day like just never being complacent and um I remember kind of like at the time in college I was watching like certain representations like on tv and film of people that came from a kind of background such as mine yeah. or, or looked like me and it always just felt so negative mm-hmm. it always kind of felt like hoodies and knives and I was like look yeah okay cool I'm from Croydon but I don't necessarily feel like I'm trying to tell that kind of story. So I wasn't necessarily feeling it at the time. Yeah. Then, yeah, my friend Tristan wrote the play, told me to go audition for it. That audition was terrible. <laughs> I was, as I, I, in college, I, like, I can't even, like, what was I, like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And I basically recently found out I was dyslexic, which was a huge kind of blow to my confidence, actually. Oh, I no. loved I loved writing and stuff like I that. Was, I thought, I almost thought you were going to say it was a relief. No, it was to, actually... To, like, give it, you a bit it, of answers it gave me, It gave me way. quite a, a fright, actually, because I was going to go down the kind of normal, traditional route of, like, you know, college and uni and... and God knows what next, what mm-hmm. is next, but um, yeah, it just kind of it threw me a bit. So I was kind of like just like career wise, and then a coalition was happening. I really didn't know about education anymore because everything just seemed to be fucked. Sure, like, like, yeah. the country just seemed to fuck. Yeah, and then um, went to the audition. Dyslexically read the time wrong, so mm. I was an hour, two hours late because I didn't know how to get there. It was my first time like using tubes and that. And like no. it was delayed and like it was cancelled and I just had no clue how to get there. So I was like, okay, I'm just an hour late. I got there, it was two hours late. I was like, oh, shitty doodles. Oh no, and you're young as well. <laughs> it, was, no. it was mad awkward and I rocked in, they was doing like the kind of workshop bit of it. Um, and the director, Roy Alexandra Wise, he's a really good friend now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him giving me one look when I walked in the room, I was like, oh shit, I fucked up. Ah. Um, but then it got to um, the monologue bit and went in there petrified just basically just going like and ran out and then um Roy was basically telling me to get the fuck out but not in so many words he was just like you know thank you for coming and That's I was like effort. I, the door. <laughs> a guy who who mentored me at my years at, at Overhouse Toby Clark he kind of stopped it and he was like listen go outside take a deep breath come back in and just do it for yourself and I never had anyone speak to me like that about just doing something for myself mm-hmm. and I, I saw Tristan in the room as well he's just looking at me like Oh. You can't. I'm like I move my hand in very uh, kind of encouraging way, <laughs> and um, I just did it. And remember, just feeling this big release of like, at least I did it. Mm-hmm. At least I did it. And then like literally the next day when I was in college, I got an email from Rose being like, "Hey, by the way, did you know your name is from a South African musical? Also, you got the part." And I just mm. never looked back. I just oh. kind of stayed with Oval and, and and found found such love and nurturing mm-hmm. within that space from the youth company and um, the other departments that was there at the time it's gone now Oval House is closed they're moving to Brixton a lot of people um, came from there I was like, so yeah. many so, so many of us yeah. have, have come from there myself Roy Alexandra Wise Malachi, uh, Malachi Kirby um, Arunze oh yeah on my days yeah. Arunze so many of us kind of came from, through those routes so I spent like a good three-ish years with them um, and then I got scouted from my first my first play which was Tristan's play Skeen and so I just went along with it didn't really know what an agent was but I had one um, and it got to that point where like I was auditioning for things but like not quite getting it yeah and my discipline from sports now was a thing of like okay tell me what I did wrong 
so I can correct it. Yeah. And obviously, as we know, in this industry, there's nothing. <clears throat> and it really kind of like just confused my brain a lot there's when no I was right younger. Way. I was like, well, <laughs> why that am I always getting final two? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, I don't get it. I really yeah. don't get it. And like, I remember it building up my anxiety to the point where I had an audition for a show I loved, like adored, like I watched it religiously. And I could not sleep for two days before the audition, just really panicking about like getting it right and getting it right and getting it right. So I did the first round, banged it, got called in for a recall again, just could not sleep the night before. Mm-hmm. And just like really having just my heart in my hand, just being like, I was desperate. Yeah. I was, mm. I was, I was a starving actor, which isn't a pretty look. And young to be a starving actor. I was a very young yeah. starving actor. Yeah. And like, again, the feedback was amazing, but they just said they, they decided to go in a different direction. And for me, my head, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I can't. I when can't was this roughly? How old are you? Um, oh God, how old was I? Like, I feel like I was like 18. Wow, yeah. 19. But you've been doing it for a little bit. So yeah, it was it just it. before I actually joined. It was 2014. It was just before I got into into playing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because and, and the reason I got into playing up, I was kind of like checking out of acting, checking out of all of it, thinking of other routes of to like just life, like maybe mm-hmm. uni or whatever. And um, I bumped into a friend of mine from Oval House and um, he asked me about life and stuff. And I kind of had that conversation with him and he stuck it on me. He stuck it on me in such a way. Um, and he was like, do you want longevity or do you want to have a flash in the pan moment? Mm-hmm. And I was just like... <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> I do want longevity. <laughs> and again, he stuck it on me again. I was like, how long have you been an actor for? And I was like, <laughs> like two years. How long have you been getting paid? Oh, what, a month? <laughs> <laughs> You've been an actor for a month. So it's yeah. all these kind of like, just like, just telling me some some home truths, really. And then he told me about playing up because he did the first ever playing up with Jim Pope at MIT, um, who I worked with briefly at Oval House. And I knew I loved uh, Jim Pope's energy. And I found out Toby Clark was working with um, playing up that year as well. I was like, well, my mentor's there. People that I love and adore did that. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of just went. Just I kind trust of, it. When I got in, it was actually quite a relief. I remember in the conversation with my friend, he was like, you've obviously not done training. You've just like grafted like the rest of us. So maybe you just need to be in a place of like-minded people yeah. and train for yourself. Yeah. You don't have to do like the kind of tr- traditional route of training, but just do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. See how you feel best, after. Best, best, like... I don't even know how long playing up was. I can't remember. It felt like a year. It was the best time in my life because I was in a room with people that I thought were legendary Oscar-worthy actors. And for them, it was literally just about having the confidence to get a job at Tesco, Mm. the confidence to continue their education, the confidence to be like, oh, I'll try this drama school thing out. It wasn't, this kind of egotistical thing that I felt like yeah, I probably getting was. Getting an agent sort of thing. Yeah, like, kind of yeah. clouded myself in when I, when I was a bit younger after my um, first like TV job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was brilliant. And I remember watching the kind of rep shows and then obviously I saw Consensual. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking like, rah man, they're sick. Consensual was my show that yeah. I did the year of the rep, which yeah. was all about a student-teacher relationship, and it was very intense. It's very mm. intense. My parents had to, my grandparents, oh, my parents my had to watch me simulate sex graphically yeah. on stage, which was hectic. My dad, I got out, and my dad stood at one end of the pavement, oh, and mother is the other, other, and he was like, "Very proud of you, but let's just never talk about that again." Oh, <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, but, I mean, that changed my life. That show, yeah, that was yeah. like, it was amazing. But yeah, but I remember just like watching these shows and being like, "It's amazing." 
I want to do it too. I remember specifically thinking that year, I was like, I just want to prove I can get into rep. Mm. I just want to prove someone like me can get into rep. Some little That's stuff so cool because it's so feasible. Rep. It's like good steps. It's like yeah, feasible steps. Genuinely. And I remember like when I was doing playing up, uh, my agent at the time was trying to drop me because um, these people trying to drop us is mad. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> like, now, honestly, now. Um, because NYT is really intense. So I wasn't necessarily allowed to go to certain auditions like I was before. And it got to the point of like, well, if you're not available for us, maybe this isn't working out. And again, it was just like, Oh, 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 it's so like, uh. like minute. It's like on the minute. If you're not yeah. doing it on the minute, then we just don't have time and we move on. It's you can't jarring. be with people like that. And there yeah. was even another situation during um, playing up. I was determined to get into rep to be like, I just want to prove you can see someone like me in rep. Agent dropped me, which was fun. Hey, <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, found another agent on the fly because she saw the playing up shows and, and like we got on. I was like, cool, I like you, you like me. Let's just make this work. And then um, I started auditioning for for rep and um, for me it was third round now where I met Chinenya uh, Chinny Chinny and I remember just like looking at her on stage being like rah this girl's sick man oh, like God. for real I'm guessing you are <laughs> I'm like rah she's sick and then like I had this I have to say I had like this kind of lump in my throat kind of moment cause I was like ah oh, shit we're both black yeah, no. I had oh. that thought in my head, and the thought of like really, yeah, there could like, only be one of us. Yeah, and I that really shit. was like, "Raw, like this girl's sick. That's rough." Yeah, yeah. And then I saw you fuck up. Yeah. Then I saw you come back and smash it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's so and interesting then, about the competition stuff. Yeah, that we could have been in competition. Exactly, yeah. yeah, went there, and it just didn't. I remember, I, rem- I remember seeing you backstage, like properly, like calming yourself down. I was like, "Do yeah. I go? No, I don't want to feel like some weirdo." So that's, yeah, <laughs> but you're both very good people. That like, you're very nice, kind people as well. That I'm like, oh, I, I, would be, I would, it would almost surprise me a bit if you were sort of like biting each other on to fail. From no, the sidelines. It's you know, never been in never. my nature. Yeah, exactly. Same, like, it's not been in my time nature. It's too much. People, like, people, yeah, so much. people yeah, do. do. Yeah, they've got that but energy. That's why I'm like, it's so good when you find people that yeah. don't. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, then I did my monologue. I fucked up. And then I went again and just blew it. And I was really just hoping, like, ah, oh, like, I, like the fourth round was coming up and I was like I knew I got in but I didn't know if you got in and then I remember like when I was leaving I saw you and then we like walked to the bus stop together and I was just really being like I really like you yeah really? oh. you were like can I get my number and I'm like <laughs> fine awesome can we be best friends um yeah and then rep company we got in we smacked yeah. it rep yeah. was a rep you did um, so myself Chenenya Nathaniel we just just or became a family out of nowhere. You did, you did. It was born out of going to KFC and being broke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and just really just enjoying being broke in each other's company. Yeah, yeah. it's um, easier when you've got someone with you. Yeah, exactly. someone can pay for you one time, the next time you pay for them. <laughs> yeah. like some, you just got, got to give and take. If you're and broke so, together, you're rich forever. Honestly? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. No. Bang, bang, bang. I no, think we can so finish crazy. there. Thanks so much for coming in. <laughs> um, yeah. That's all we need for today. Wow. I've learned. Oh, my days. Yeah, nah. Um. Copyright, copyright. <laughs> You've literally choked me. <laughs> She's slipping her water. Um, so then oh rep happened. And then what was the first one you got? Was it... Because Top Boy was recently. Yeah. So, so was Silent Witness. Rep happened, then it was EastEnders. So I got EastEnders off the back of doing Pigeon English. Pigeon English was their like, final show that they did. <laughs> yeah, then I had to leave Rep early, which I was gutted about because I wanted to kind of finish it with everyone. But obviously because I got yeah, EastEnders through um, Pigeon English and all that. Um, got a new agent who's amazing. I love him to death. Still with the guy now. And EastEnders was an interesting process, actually, because... Um, 
it was just like it, I just again had so much fun mm. and I feel like I kind of just I sometimes have my walls up a bit too much so I kind of prepare myself for certain situations especially A being from being a woman of colour being a black woman being from my kind of background I just don't know how certain people will perceive me mm-hmm. when I come into new spaces where you don't necessarily see a lot of people like me so I'm always just kind of prepare myself for like anything and just prepare myself for how to deal with it yeah. and there was just just love Oh. This love and this warmth from the team I was working with, um, Tilly Keeper, Shaheem Jafagoli, Jasmine Armstrong, they were all just like amazing, strong units. Zach Morris, like they were just all great to just banter with. And yeah. and Sydney Craven, who um, played my best friend on the show, were playing like this this duo bully group. Um, Couple, couple, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like I just, I just really enjoyed going into work and chilling with them. And equally, after filming, I'd run back to run back to Central and find Shenanya and Nathaniel and just banter with them. Yeah, because well. you guys just like, hang out regularly, just yeah. like, wandering around yeah. doing stuff. Just, they always seem to find me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just walk around London doing some dumb shit. And then yeah, and then after EastEnders was finished, got into doing more theatre again. So I did a play called Parliament Square and then um, I did um, Leave Taking and again what I've really actually found encouraging during that time because I remember having you know that actor's panic when you come out of a job yeah like when I came out of East End I was a bit like (laughs) 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 oh what is life (laughs) Um, and like just having Shenanya and Nat I've got to always kind of bring up Nat as much as it's about us two right now but like their support was 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 forever. Um, it was it, it was never like like taken for granted. Never, not once taken for granted. Especially when I knew, um, Ginny was going for her her thing with like her agent and then that whole madness about getting dropped and then signed and all that madness. And I, I always appreciated, you know, the grass kind of can can look green on the other side. And I felt, I guess, I don't know sometimes you feel like there's certain things that you kind of want to complain about where you don't want to make a person feel a kind of way yeah. and I always felt safe to have those conversations around you so I just always kind of appreciate it despite you know on paper things might have looked a certain way outside it's to other relative, people isn't it? Yeah. yeah but like that support was consistently there and consistently um, just yeah just accepted yeah because that can be hard if you are like even if like I remember there being things with me where I'd have issues like new problems would come up and they'd yeah. be good problems to have but it's yeah. still things that you feel it was and a that bit of a problem, you want to talk yeah. about and you yeah. need to, to have the support from your friends yeah. that aren't going oh I'm having a shit time so I can't hear about it yeah. isn't fair to be able to still talk about everything you feel you both want to talk about and yeah. can is great yeah man it was brilliant and then um what happened next? I did um, Leave Taking, which was an uh, amazing show to be a part of, Winston Pinnock's writing. Um, that was at the bush. And then <laughs> off the back end of that, okay, that was actually You've a really... You've not started working, I've, Yeah, that's... And genuinely, I've been, I've been quite blessed. Like, I've actually been always in something. Mm-hmm. Always in something that's kind of kept me not crazy, but crazy at the same time. I've yeah. not stopped working. And I, have, I feel yeah. like I've learned not to switch off or yeah. forgot how to switch off. So, yeah, so then Leave Taking did a really funny short sketch for Lenny Henry's birthday, um, very random. Yeah. Um, and then that same day, I got the phone call confirming because Lenny just came in and watched the show. He's like, "Oh yeah, we like Sophie, and can we get her in?" Mm-hmm. As you do. And then um, that same day, as I got that call, I got the call for Top Boy actually. Yeah. And the joke was, I was auditioning for Top Boy before I started rehearsals for Leave Taking. Uh-huh. And I normally give these things like two weeks. I haven't heard anything. I'm same. like, right, cool, boom, it's done. Yeah. Literally got a call from my agent out shopping with my mum in Costco as you do. And I remember looking at my account, and be like, "Ee." a bit tight <laughs> but I promised like you know I was gonna do the shopping and that and then um see a private number phone call and then my mum's like looks at the, the the till saw how much it was I was like just take my card I'm gonna walk away from the situation oh. and then agent calls up 
um, by the way, Sophina, they're offering you a different part for Top Boy. And I just hit the floor crying. Oh, I was hitting the floor, just crying. Mm. I was just in shock. I just couldn't believe it. Because that show is iconic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I grew up watching it as yeah. well. And, like, and knowing and, that it was kind of like a regular role as well. And yeah. I was just like, that's a game. It's a game changer from what my kind of little sparse roles from before. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, again, calling up Shani and Nat, being like, oh, my God. And Drake yeah. produced it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. To know, like, even just things that you know people like that are supporting it. Yeah, it's back mental. It. And he, didn't he watch it on YouTube, the first two series? Yeah. And was so, he, he watched the first two series and then didn't, was like, why is there not a third? Why is it not being made? Mean, and he it? was the one that then went, I think, and sorted it out. Pushed it to happen, yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Um, so then, yeah. And what was it like joining? Because I'm going to ask you about sex education. Like joining a, not that it was already done. Like there wasn't an original cast doing it, but yeah. there's some of the original cast did come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. What was it like joining a really iconic production like that? It was actually quite interesting. I felt like my kind of process in it was a bit weird. I feel like I've joined at very weird points and I kind mm-hmm. of missed like certain kind of highlights that could have potentially made me be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of enjoyed the fact that I just got to meet the kind of new people all at once. We're all kind of like new together, really figure out that kind of dynamic, really kind of like get on with them. I yeah. I, I have such a love for the boys I work with, Michael Ward, who just won. Who just won BAFTA. Yeah, he just won yeah. BAFTA, as you I was going to say, is that not so yeah. inspiring to be honestly, so connected to something honestly. like that? And, and then uh, Kadeem, and like, uh, all the men, there was just like, amazing, and just so much banter on set, cola. It was great to just kind of have that support. And I think especially, I'll speak from a kind of female perspective, actually, because obviously Top Boy is, is, is so heavy, uh-huh. and with kind of gang culture, you don't necessarily often hear female kind of voices yeah, it's quite within, within, a well. gang, uh, within a gang I felt safe around these men I felt safe around these these these, these guys they, they they wasn't that kind of toxic masculinity or that kind of ego driven thing it was like we, we're doing our job we're having fun doing it that was actually quite a blessing yeah. and then obviously when you meet you meet the guys I've been there before and seeing how supportive they naturally are as well oh, oh. Hiya. Nathaniel the oh, man has Nathaniel, called Nathaniel the man has called <laughs> This guy. So this <laughs> guy. You're the only man that's been allowed to be a part of it. Oh, wow. In the room. Okay, I'm not no, you're not sitting in the corner. I'm not sitting in the corner. I lie, I lie, it's not about me. It's not about me. <laughs> Sit in the man corner. Honestly. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome at the same time. This is not about hating men. We do love you, and you're part. We've been. You've you've actually been talked about quite a lot since since we started because you're so part of this crew. Yeah, yeah, your gang. And yeah, carry on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was brilliant that you know people have been there before and seen how how just inclusive they were as well. I think there's one reading we was doing. I believe it was the second final reading we was doing. the you know blocks scripts all that jazz and Ashley made a very very touching speech actually it got to me I'm not gonna lie um, and he was just chatting about Ashley how being Ashley Walters yeah. and he- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, and he was just basically saying because um, obviously well now it's out like there's some people on top where didn't make it to the end in it people peak. die people, people die. die so, it's, so, so you know <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. If people haven't watched um, it, yeah. sorry, buddy. 
Um, and he was basically making a speech saying like, you know, from day one, so the first season till now, if you've been a part of the Top Boy family, you are a part of this unit moving forward. And it was just actually quite like emotion. I was just like, rah, no, I, I see how much everyone cares about this production mm-hmm. and how much they just want it to kind of do well and, and fly. So when it initially came out and the response from from everyone, from the UK to America, that was a bit of a like, oh, rah, you man yeah. like it, swear down, cool. Yeah. Having it on a kind of international scale actually was was quite... I remember myself being a bit like, rah, I really, really hope people like it because yeah. so far in my head it's always just been such a... A, a London thing, such a kind of British thing almost, and then seeing how everyone kind of just took to it and and and, and supported it, that was that was surreal for me. And that was a very surreal. Where did you premiere? It was at Hackney Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they premiered at Hackney Empire, but um, it was mad because that day I was filming um, Silent Witness. Anyway, so I was like, Ah, I'll just pop not on. That. <laughs> not that. You didn't go. Oh no. No, I, got, I was filming, man. Ah, I reckon that's all right. You know, that's keeping okay. busy. Yeah, but like. <laughs> So then, for sex education, it was that it was established as well, but it sort of boomed. It, no one knew it was going to happen. No one yeah. knew it was going to be as good as it was. Mm. People like Shuti Gatwa. I mean, like, isn't he's insane in that? Yeah. Emma Mackey, all that Amy Lewis, like. How was that? There's the pressure is quite high. Oh God, I remember like the read through. <laughs> Jesus, I I was so nervous because I saw like Gillian was in the room. Yeah, oh true. Oh, everyone yeah. was there, and I was just like, these guys are legends. Mm. Like, even Anne Marie Duff was there, and I was like, and you're not oh, even in for a tiny bit. Like, yeah, you're a fully new big yeah. time character. Exactly, yeah. and I brought like a, the biggest bottle of um, Avian. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my my I was my my mouth was getting so dry. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and I got the I got in before everyone else, and I was like highlighting my lines. Yeah. But luckily, like I was, I did my chemistry read with um Kida. Oh nice. And so I knew him. Okay. Like he was like the one person I knew. And then I was introduced to like Shooty and them lot, and they were just really supportive. Mm. So I felt uh, what's special about Sex Ed is that everyone's the same age mostly. So mm. we we just we just relate to each other yeah. and they're so kind and they were just so welcoming to me and I was like as a dark skinned black girl will they be welcome to me? Yeah and they yeah, were they mm. were and they were just so open to like help me learn mm-hmm. which was which has been amazing and how did you learn see some of the stuff you have to say Oh, like no, I'm that mate. is too much. That's mate. information that <laughs> I, I'm like, how she said that with such clarity, honestly, and it makes sense. You did. You, how great did actor, you? Great actor, great actor. To be honest, did I don't know. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I just I learned the lines. <laughs> I just learned the lines. That's a good answer. That is what you would do. <laughs> but I think. She's so wordy, isn't she? She's yeah, like, that's what I mean. this, statistically that. And it's, it's so hard. <laughs> but then you're also dead crisp and clipped with it all. That it's yeah. not, you're not trailing about. You're yeah, very it's like it. very straight to the point. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think that's what the character is yeah. and who she is. So she's like di- very direct. And I think that's how it worked with the speech as well. Yeah. But it's a lot to say. Yeah. And what was it like going on set then? Oh my God. What uh, was, do you remember your first day? Yeah, yeah. My first day, I had to um, shoot one scene. And I didn't have any words. So I was like, this is a really cool day. That's quite <laughs> nice. That's really actually nice. quite nice. I remember my first day on Outlander and I was like, I had to say things. And I was oh, like, I hate I'm not that. ready. I hate, I hate that. that. Yeah. Why do you have to do words yeah. on the yeah. act? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. My first day was, I was just like looking into a mirror or a window, like at Jackson. I was like, hi. I'm waving, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That was my first Thank day. Thank you for clarifying. And then... <laughs> 
know for people listening you won't have seen it it makes like it's good and then my next day was like dialogue heavy and I was like oh shit now I have to say all the statistically stuff (laughs) and were you hearing all this you two were you getting were you like getting learning lines and stuff I actively avoided it because I was like I want to enjoy that's that's good that's good I think the first couple of ones I was a bit like and I was like actually this is no no I need to stop yeah Yeah. I need to stop hearing it that's cool actually that's a good point (laughs) yeah but then that yeah I remember I think it was the day before you were doing like your final chemistry read of Kida yeah, and you guys were doing the scene um, where you're teaching the Shakespeare thing. I think oh, you had to the boom. Oh, that is such a beautiful oh, scene, by the way. People have gone. I said the girl when I said that. Um, like all of, when I said you were coming, they went. Oh wait, the girl that does the. Oh my the god! Beats oh, oh, and I was like, so and does, it's, the, it's the like um, iambic pentameter, yeah. but yeah. you do it to your heart, and it's oh. it's really moving. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, breaking our hearts. Yeah. Like, yeah. just shooting people in the leg and shit. Yeah, you're just kind of horrible. I know. Sorry. I'm causing their mental health but like you're both in shows and have been in shows then that are actually really current and like mm. speak to things that are really meaningful today but are totally different yeah. like there's such different types of th- things that you've done and shows mm. that you've done but do you feel that that's important to you or do you think you're when just choosing something to- yeah I didn't, I've never chosen anything that. That's what I was gonna say. At the same time, or you just want to work? Yeah, like, I just yeah. want to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm not too picky. <laughs> I think I think I think I'm currently at that place in my life where I'm trying. I guess I'm just aware. I'm aware of the things that I'm in. I don't necessarily try to shut myself off from certain things, but I equally want to show a different side to myself. Mm-hmm. And in a, like talking as a black female actress, there are certain roles that if you see me in, it represents a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And like we've seen me be bad girl enough times. We yeah. all know I can do that with my eyes closed. Eyes closed, I'm bad girl. But like <laughs> I am trying to be very conscious of like being in 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 things that are kind of like just a different. Not even I won't even say positive because I feel like it kind of takes away from things that yeah, are deemed as negative because that is people's lives. Yeah, that is their situation. Definitely. But like just another kind of spectrum of what it means to be black and powerful and beautiful. Like what accent was that? I don't know. <laughs> I really just don't know. Exactly. I just jump in and out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then for like sex education, I mean, like sex, like it kind of doesn't matter who or what is talking about it. People have spoken about how that show they wish had been around when they were kids. Yeah. It, it cover. I was like, it covers every single type of relationship. And so well. That has so, well. so well. And so meaningfully it yeah. doesn't in any way like brush over something or brush over a gay yeah. relationship or anything mm-hmm. everything has depth that's to a credit it. to Laurie Nunn she's amazing yeah. yeah she really speaks to the youth and also adults and every not, spectrum of age and like your relationship having like a friendship that occurs that you speak about meaningful deep things yeah. as well as being a bit of a mentor to this guy like you help him out and you make him you give him confidence that almost it's quite contradictory and not what you would expect from the relationship at all that you're giving him the confidence when he's perceived as this This alpha yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, completely can we talk about your masturbation scene because that was a lot for me to talk that was a lot for me to see (laughs) I would love to talk about your masturbation scene (laughs) I was out here like what kind of what are you doing on my TV screen I'm not sure I'd find that particularly (laughs) much of a turn on (laughs) 
that's not. Actually, listen, she didn't wash her hands. No, she if you, didn't. If you really, I did find it. <laughs> she's very, that? she's very efficient. Uh huh. It's an efficient wank. Did you know oh that you God. had to do that sort of thing? When no, you I only heard about it during um, <laughs> <laughs> the read through. Um, so they were like, uh, Viv masturbates in the toilet, and I'm like, she does what? <laughs> But then the good thing is that the old, everyone does something, every yeah. character, so you're fine. Yeah. But I think it's such an interesting, like, you never see black women masturbate. I don't ever. think you see women masturbate Mastur- often, yeah, yeah. generally, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that it's a milestone. It's Yeah. It's great. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, now people have seen it. It's on Pornhub. <laughs> is it? Oh, my God. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't know. I was like, why? Why have you looked? Why have you gone on and had a look and see? Is there someone? I haven't gone on it. Is it on? Seraphine will put it on. So that so it's kind of it kind of changed your life a little bit recently, is it not? Yeah, I just get stopped a bit more. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. About yeah, a lot of times. Um, no one actually tells you how to travel, like when you've been in a really big show like that. Yeah. So you not just don't know. Do you know what I mean? Nothing there. Um, but I've got more off not offers. Uh, I've just got more auditions coming through, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. It's just amazing being a part of. I was like, such how does a it feel? juggernaut. Like, how does it actually feel? It, it's still crazy. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. I'm on one of the most watched TV shows of all time yeah and it's crazy and you've worked so hard to get I have to that. worked so hard hearing like how you've managed to do yeah. it you've worked so hard yeah so hard. it's just a blessing really honestly it's just like oh my god I'm working with such amazing people mm-hmm. uh, such an amazing cast as well mm-hmm. like these guys came to the set oh, don't even get is it as much yeah. fun as it looks uh, yeah. pardon is it as much fun as it looks yeah yeah is it they were walking through the house yeah yeah with the big house Otis's house. house oh my god I lost my shit <laughs> <laughs> my producer is asking so freaking because <laughs> she loves the show it's so good it's so good like and the house is on, is for sale or like rent. Yeah. Wait, where's how do you get so many sunny days? How did they do that? Where is I it shot? Wales well, it's shot in Wales. Yeah, but I don't think this year was as sunny as it was before. So it looks like gorgeous. Shabir like had to like grade it to make it look mm-hmm. aesthetically ap- uh, appealing as it is. Mm-hmm. That's a man good at his job. Yeah, yeah. Shabir like wow. shout out to you. Man, man, yeah. man, like, love him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, like Netflix twins. Or Netflix yeah, twins. that's what it's I mean. so interesting. It's just like best mates. You started sort of in the same place. That's how you met. Yeah, you've mm. both gone on to do massive things, Netflix things. Yeah, and yet you still kind of seem like cool. We're not going to let it all get no. to you. Oh, that's long, man. Yeah, like yes. yeah. who has time for that? Really? Nah, it's not going to change us. It hasn't. It re- nah, we, I will still grab chicken and chips with you, man. If you're exactly, down. I still eat on the back Shall of the bus. Shall we ask? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I didn't just invite myself to say, <laughs> yeah. invite yourself to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We that Scotland. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You're in. You're in. Yeah, come through. Come through. Right. All right. Let's talk about. Um, this is great. This is really yes. really fascinating. Yeah. I think people. I'm dead excited for young people as well, especially to hear this sort of stuff because I think. And recently, an audition got asked, um, and director was like, "Hi, so yeah, tell me about you." Oh, and I was like, that. "Yeah, hi, cool. Do you want like personality? Do you want work?" And she was like, "No, no, personality. I'll figure that out. Work. Have you been to drama school?" Oh my and God. I was like, "Oh, um, you want to relax yourself, female? What?" Like, and I was like, "Oh no, I've done a lot of other things though. Yeah. That's maybe interesting. And it just is like." it's so important to hear different ways in which people can get to where they yeah. can get to different um, for everything. and it's really inspiring I think it's great and you're together I just love that you're together <laughs> okay yes. films films oh. 
So Jenny's given us the list, the length of my whole body of the amount of films that she loved. What's one? Uh, The Farewell. The Farewell. What's wrong, Dad? Please tell me. When that is dying. She doesn't know, so you can't say anything. The family thinks it's better not to tell her. Why is that better? Chinese people have saying, when people get cancer, they die. We have to go to China. Wedding is an excuse so everyone can see her. An amazing film. And why, what does it mean to you? Why have you chosen that as something that's inspired you? It's just a lot of women on stage. And the Asian representation is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think this film speaks to so many generations. Mm -hmm. It's about, can you explain about what it's about? It's about this girl. I feel like this is going to be a spoiler. So if you've not seen the film... This will be a spoiler because yeah, we. I think we need to describe it because it's so. It's it's one of the best ones I've seen um, definitely this year that I would absolutely say anyone yeah. can watch it. Um, it's about this girl whose grandmother mm-hmm. is dying. Yeah, but the family doesn't want to tell um, her. her. And it's a cultural tradition that they yeah, don't they have do. to, and that they don't like to either, yeah. do they? And it's why you would never. It's it's, it's real. Like you would yeah. never be allowed to do that mm. here legally. Doctors wouldn't be allowed to not yeah. tell patients, but yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. They don't do it. Bro. Even yeah. the doctors deceive like them. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then it works. Like yeah. people live not if they've not been told yeah. that they're dying. I think they'll you live. Die because of stress as well. And it's like a mindset. Just, and yeah, the yeah, fear. Yeah. yeah, the fear. You of it. Yeah. yeah, completely. But it's God. such an unusual story to have yeah. seen. When did you watch it? I watched it with you. Yeah. Um, like, when did it just out? randomly watched when it. I think that? it was like the day after it came out or the day it came out. Yeah. I feel like when it was, was that, like a month ago? Was it? Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. last year. Last, mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember crying. In September oh my God, 2019. The tears that were coming yeah. out of my body, it wasn't okay. Nah. It's, it's, it's just such a beautiful film. Yeah. And it's funny <laughs> as well. It's so funny and like poignant. Yeah. It's just, it just has it all. Yeah. It's one of the best films I've ever watched. Yeah. It's beautiful. After the film finished, there was, I actively was trying to not look at Chenenya because I was just still weeping, going, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we had a moment of like, "You're right, no, I'm right." Okay, let's go. <laughs> and I think a lot of people don't, um, you don't see stories, Asian stories like that, that yeah. often in the mainstream, and it's yeah. become mainstream, and everyone was excited to see it when yeah. it came out. And Lulu Wang, I didn't know much about her, same, mm. and now I'm like, she's, she's so brilliant. good, she's brilliant, mm-hmm. and I want to work with her. Mm-hmm. Obviously. And what were the other two that you said? Uh, Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Gerwig. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Greta Gerwig. Wig. Why am I not saying her name? Greta Gerwig, yeah. Gerwig. Yeah. Um, Little Women and, uh, and Lady Bird. Yeah. Because Lady Bird's great. And Saoirse Ronan in it. Just fucking hell. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful performance, yeah. Do you, what was it? When did you I watch watched those? Little Women. I've watched it twice. I'm working on a novel. It is a story of my life and my sister's. Make it short and spicy. And if the main character is a girl, make sure she's married by the end. Ow, Joe! Um, <laughs> what was it about it, do you think? It, it, it was... What was it? It was just like such a universal story like this woman is going she wants to write and and it's like society like telling her not to write and Florence Pugh's character Amy March is such a hated character um in literature I don't know why Mm -hmm. but now she's just brought so much humanity to it Mm. I'm just I love you I love her so much um and people have talked about how Amy like she was hated but Greta somehow has managed to make her such a love lovable she was so lovable so lovable and I, I just 
I just thought it was so good. Yeah. So good. And it's really cool seeing that like Lulu Wang and Greta Gerwig for nowadays, they're really current. Yeah. And I think actually when I've been asking people about their films, lots of them have been old school stuff that's inspired them earlier on. And it's so cool to see mm. younger people mm. come through. And like yeah. I don't mean that as in like teenagers, but these are these are younger women yeah. directing yeah. in big it's a spaces. New generation. Yeah. It's a new generation. I mean, it's yeah. such a shame yeah. that they didn't get like a BAFTA nomination right? or anything like that. I'm just like, even get started. Yeah. I can't believe it. Bullshit. I actually can't believe I it. I actually can't believe it either. Did you see um But I can believe it. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you see um um Rebel Wilson's BAFTA speech about the male directors in BAFTA. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I just couldn't do what you do. Yeah. I just don't have the balls. <laughs> and everyone's like, thank you. Yeah. Oh. It's mad. Yeah. I don't I actually don't get it. I'm like, is it something to do with the voting system in which yeah. it's people that are voting I don't know how it how it works, but I just, I just think it's wrong. Yeah. Of course it is, yeah. On all levels. This is why part of me kinda of doesn't care about like kind of accolades and awards. I'm just like genuinely other things that kind of deserve to be noticed and have a kind of a, a platform it, just, it really does mm-hmm. it really really does like and it's not to discredit other work that has been seen but often the amount of times that you see that is just the same old recycled I, it, it kind of goes back to my kind of basketball rules about being complacent actually mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we're stuck in the industry and it's in this very complacent mindset and ideology of what we expect to be seen on our screens what we expect to be fed to us as viewers and I'm tired of that because yeah. complacency you don't train no more you don't work hard no more mm. and you're stuck you think you deserve your title <laughs> actually don't you're a bit shit and old yeah. so just move over yeah. let the person that's working hard every day the person that's training every day to, to find a new part of themselves find a new a new growth within within themselves let them get that award and let them get that title because that's what they deserve because they didn't get complacent yeah and it feels like the people that are being nominated for these things are people that have just been around for a really long time as well Mm. i'm giving you an award because you've been around what Um, me. but it's not to say their work is not great yeah Yeah, you're right you are right i think it sorry getting a bit political (laughs) like when you do your thing I don't like age isn't a thing. Yeah. If you've done your thing at a certain age, boom, amazing. Yeah, that's but what I mean. I though like, I'm like, yeah. it shouldn't matter the fact yeah. that I feel like people are rewarded for these things because they've been doing it for like doing yeah. it for a long time. They've you got become a legend. Yeah, yeah. they become a legend. They recently. deserve it. They yeah. deserve it rather than someone like Greta Gerwig, who has been around for ages but just yeah. has only recently been and given much yeah, the yeah. platform. Platform. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I digress. No, I'm but like, so, like you're talking about hard work and uh, not being complacent. Greta Gerwig rewrote and adapted Little Women. Mm. And it's really cool to hear like women of colour talk about that because obviously you're not represented within that film, yeah. yet you still feel connected to it in some way. Yeah, I feel like, who would I be in that? I feel very connected with the lead girl, um, Sasha. And I said, maybe I'm wrong to say that, that you're not represented because your colour of your skin shouldn't matter, but that doesn't make you who just who you are. You can be represented within other multitudes of that film. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you mean. I feel I'm represented because we're, we're both women. Mm-hmm. We're both working to a goal. We both want something. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So in that in that um, terms, we are represented, but in terms of like visually represented, yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not in that film. Yeah. Um, does that bother you? It was such a great film. It, yeah. I didn't care. I didn't I'm care. I'm going to be so honest. It, it bothered me. Did it? That's why I didn't go watch it. I'm going to be so uh, honest. Wait, you haven't watched it. I haven't watched maybe, it yet, Maybe watch maybe it. Maybe it's due to come. But I feel like sometimes it didn't even bother me in a sense of like, I'm deliberately not going to go watch it. But I'm just like, I'm not in a rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then... I'm just not... I just, as in like, there's, I, there's always a time where I can catch a film like that later on. That's how I feel sometimes. Okay. I'm just like, just in the kind of climate that we're in, 
just film-wise. I'm just like, okay, cool, I see that. I'm happy for it. I just didn't see anything that I would like to see. So if you're not represented, you won't watch it? No, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I wouldn't go that far, but I'm just like... Because initially, I just wasn't necessarily, necessarily kind of drawn by the trailer. If I'm being yeah. completely honest, I'm mm-hmm. allowed to have that opinion. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I was just like, all right, cool. You're wrong. And I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is where we have our fight. Actually, no, this is like the de- it's a debate. You aren't arguing. This is healthy. Yeah, I like no, it. But like, but I know it's going to be great. That's what, that's what I'm kind of like. All right, cool. I, I know you're there. That's I, like, I guess that's like, like what you're saying. saying yeah, yeah, it's sort of going, these directors aren't, we're not saying these men are bad directors. It's yeah. just like, come on, can we not say that there's anyone yeah. you know, female think, of the same level? I feel like I, I, I'm at a point creatively where I like being surprised. Yeah. I like something exciting me. Yeah. So I'm like, if there's certain stories that I know, like it's almost like with, with like, with when you're in doing your GCSEs, we all know we've got to study like, Romeo and Juliet or or Dr. Faustus we know that but when you come across that come across that one gem by yourself in a library mm-hmm. that's the thing that you're running home to read every day you, that's not necessarily the thing that you've got to study whereas I feel like those kind of things I'm like okay I get it that's my homework yeah mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do that later but this is the thing that's exciting me right now well that then leads us on quite nicely to what, what is your film that you chose because it's actually it's something I would say probably is naturally excited you and I had never yeah. heard of it I, I guess that's kind of what because I was looking at your what you was re- requiring for us to kind of bring in I was a bit like I'm gonna change it up. Yeah, do. I'm, I'm I was excited for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my film is a silent voice by Nanako Yamado, who is a Japanese animator and film director. Um, she works at Kyoto Animation, um, and because I feel like I've got to break down the film for everyone, mm-hmm. um, I don't. I don't want necessarily give away any spoilers because I feel like it's on Netflix right now as well. Oh, you nice. You can find it like on a um, website called Crunchyroll, um, Funimation. I'm this just bigging up the nerd nerdies. Yeah, out yeah, here. yeah. Do this is um, Essentially, it looks at the story of a young school girl, grey school girl, who has impaired hearing. And fun fact, actually, they got uh, an actress who is deaf to voice it. Interestingly enough, because this point, because essentially the young girl, she's losing her hearing. So I feel like the young actress is also within that kind of predicament. And it basically looks at how like other school kids, not understanding her condition, mercilessly bullied her. Yeah, really like really bullied her in in a very horrible way. But it's yeah, they they're young. They don't know that's that's not the okay. extent of what they're doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Years later, one of the guys that tra- that was bullying her, who was tormenting her, he tries to make amends. I was struck by how the film started. It was literally like the very beginning. Um, the young boy who's trying to make amends with her, he's attempting suicide. Actually, he like closes off his accounts. He leaves money for his mum. He tries to say like do very do very good things, and then he doesn't quite follow through with it. So he goes to her to make amends. Yeah. So he goes to try and commit suicide, doesn't do it, and then comes and is like, yeah. So he tries to make amends, tries to commit suicide, doesn't follow through, goes ah. to try and make amends because that was the thing that was just kind of kept like burdening wow. him. It's incredible uh-huh. it, it, it's it's so kind of like beautifully shot I just think I just think it's amazing standout moments for me is there's a point where he makes a, a new best friend because he really kind of isolated himself from kind of social interactions because of the the weight of realising what he'd done to this young girl and realising you know the full extent of it and how severe it is he doesn't necessarily look at people in the face in the eyes and it's the way it's kind of done in the film is like there's these blue X's 
over everyone's face. Oh, it is it's all animated. Yeah, it, it's amazing. It's this beautiful moment with this young boy who he meets earlier, has a blue X on his face. He doesn't really think much of the interaction. And he, again, he bumps into a young boy and he's, his bike's getting stolen and he's just pleading for someone to help. Pleading, mm-hmm. pleading, pleading, pleading. And he obviously is like, okay, I'm going to step in. And he offers up his bike to get stolen instead, actually. And as the, the young boy will not leave him alone now, he's like, you're my best friend we're gonna be best friends <laughs> kind of what I was doing to Chinny when we first met <laughs> and like there's this moment where the, the ex just falls off his face and we just see who he is and he's like he's finally letting people in it's amazing and why do you think it struck you? it kind of deals with a lot of young people young people and adults actually and how they kind of deal with not being able to kind of truly express themselves and that kind of misunderstanding when we just don't have a com- when we don't have a conversation when we're confused yeah. or we don't know like there's another moment in the film where because the young boys believed the girl, he like threw away her earring, um, earring, her, her hearing aids, oh, wow. and it, yeah, he does the most. And the mum goes, his mum goes to apologise to the young girl's mum. They go away for a bit, comes back, and he clocked that her earrings are missing and her ears are bleeding. And it's just like again, and it's just she's profusely apologetic and she doesn't yeah. think about it anymore. But it's something he realised that he caused that, and it's just again when we don't have these conversations and we just kind of like just what it means, what yeah, it can really do. like when we don't when we don't own our response when we don't what's the word when we don't like take ownership of yeah, our, don't take our actions. Ownership have responsibility mm-hmm. and what the outcomes can be and, and how, how lonely it can be when we don't have that interaction. But it's not just him, it's how the group of others that were involved in the kind of bullying in different ways or just witnessing it, how they've had to learn to, to cope with it. And again, following this young girl who, like, I don't want to give her give away her spoilers because her storyline is, yeah, is no, yeah. amazing. And you can see it on Netflix. Yeah. Because it's like, it, came, it didn't come out in 2017, so it's not 20, even too old. No, yeah. it's not too old, it's not yeah. too old at all. But it's amazing, I'd say. Okay, great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, we didn't talk about Ladybird really, did we? I hate California. I want to go to the East Coast. I want to go where culture is, like How New the York, world I raise or at least snow. Connecticut or New Hampshire, where writers live in the get woods. Get into those schools anyway. Mom! You should just go to City College. You know, with your work ethic, just go to City College and then to jail, and then back to City College, and then maybe you'd learn to pull yourself up and not expect everybody to do everything. Ladybird, is that your given name? Yeah. Why does that mean something to you? Because it's sort of like a coming of age for so many yeah. young women. Again, it stars Saoirse. I, I just, you love Saoirse. I just love her, man. Yeah. She's yeah. one of the best <laughs> actors. I just, I just see myself in her. Um, not now as being an actor, but I just see, I just see the passion. Yeah. Um, especially like the scenes with um, the mum. Yeah. In the car, I was just like, "That's that's kind of just me." Yeah, <laughs> like the rebellious kind of teenager, this the the angst. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I mean? the angst. By the way, Shinny just like grabbed, grabbed at herself. Both. <laughs> <laughs> when she was saying angst, it was very weird. But we're gonna let it. We're gonna let it go. <laughs> but, but I don't know. It just really spoke to me um, for some reason, mm-hmm. and. Sometimes it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah, why things have sat with you. Exactly, and I, and I just felt a feeling couple of days before um after um i watched it and i just kept on feeling i was like why do i like this so much yeah mm. i'm not in it again i'm not represented in it but i just like, there's something yeah. that is again that universal it's, good it's, a, it's such good storytelling yeah. yeah and it's something that greta does so well yeah fair. do you want to work with greta i want to work with greta <laughs> oh great hey hey call my agent she can pronounce your name greta <laughs> Employ her now, thank you. <laughs> no, no, but, but it's good. Watch education, she can pronounce some serious, Statistically serious speaking, words. I can do yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That is hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, did you? Did people? Did you get people to test you when you were on set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was because I was like really nervous. I was like, "Am I gonna fuck up these lines?" I would be. I'd be like, "How?" Yeah, and I, I constantly did fuck up the lines, and oh. we just did many more takes. It's <laughs> the beauty of filming, man. Just cut that shit out. But every, kind of, yeah. Everyone was so supportive of you. Like Shitty, I've I've known Shitty for a bit and oh. know a wee bit because Scottish. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. We met years ago at a theatre thing and then at a party, and we we're like, "You're Scottish." Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but he, I. Before I knew you were doing it, I think he was like posting about you on Instagram a load yeah. and was like, "You wait, you wait, wait until you see. Watch oh, out, watch dang. out." Yeah, he, I mean that like, he's like a top, oh, top, shoots, top man. boy. He's he a top, top boy. Oh, It's just so nice to see him doing so well. As yeah. well. Yes, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you do you. Yeah. yeah. What was the funniest thing that happened on set? I'm gonna just ask it before we move Ooh. on. I know a story I did a that prank. you told. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, you did, no. or someone did. I did a prank to Asa. I pranked Asa. Oh. What um, did you do? I, <laughs> I like changed the. You know, like people have their trailers, and he has like a really nice fancy trailer. <laughs> so I took. <laughs> he's got, he's got, got that in his contract as well. Because they have to contractually ask it? for that. At the oh, beginning. Right, like, they yeah. might have offered it to him. I don't know, That's, but like in contract, you can ask for like your one way, two way, three way situation. Oh, yeah. so he yeah. might have. He might be obliged to to a one way. Lord, was it like a Winnebago. It was situation? like yes, it was. Yeah. It was. It was like one of he's the biggest trailers. He had a bed in there, and I was like. <laughs> with my one trailer <laughs> and then you know they have the names to like say like this, this is your trailer yes. I took the name off oh I, I replaced my name on it as it should be and the names are like <laughs> walked up to it and it was like what? <laughs> he went into the production office and was like <laughs> I, think that, I think there's a mistake <laughs> Sorry, I've contractually oh my been given and given a Winnebago. That was the prank that happened. Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? That was a Big Brother reference. I love, I love it. Nikki. That's Nikki. Nikki. I wonder where Nikki is now. I don't know, Honestly, but I hope she's doing you? well. I don't know yeah. if she's thriving or not. I, I think. Did you say something. thriving? Yeah. <laughs> Thrive, Nikki. Thrive. Nikki, thrive. <laughs> she'd do well on Love Island now. I feel like she's a she Love Island kid. Oh, no, she, she would just really do, well. do well. She would do, do well, well on it now. She no, she would, would. not. Nah, she's she maybe would. a bit older now she's, that she would like, want to do such to, things. If anyone tries to step to a man, yeah, who she is she? That's true. That's true. Oh, lovely man. I do hope she's thriving. Nikki, wherever you are, if you're listening, good to hear from you, yeah? Come on the show. Yeah, come in. I've got a slot. Nikki, where is she now? now? We could do it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, the album then. Um, yes. What album? Again, Chinny's given us about seven different yeah. albums that she loves. Actually, though, it's quite nice because you've got two. You had two Ella Fitzgeralds, I think. Yeah. Um, so tell me about that. Why? What your the songs, songs were? Um, Lullaby of Birdland. Yeah, which is from Lullabies of Birdland. Lullaby of Birdland whisper low, it's me sweet, and we'll go flying high in Birdland, high in the sky up above. And the other song was Crimea River. I cried a river over you. Yeah. We should clap hands. Here comes Charlie. So I don't ever listen to albums. 
Okay. I listen to individual songs. Yeah, so I know, yeah. when I asked um, these guys to tell me what their albums would be that have had an influence on their life, Jenny came back with yeah. a lot of songs, and <laughs> I was like, nah, I feel you, yeah, I love it, love it, but you've got it wrong. <laughs> I haven't quite met the brief. <laughs> no, but I love that. I, I did say to you both, to be fair, I was like, there's kind of no rules, like, I'm making this up, so we can good, do what good. we want. So I love, yeah. I love that you had specifics as well. Those songs, like, both of them that you've chosen are from... Like I think, yeah, 1954. When music was good. When music was when good. When music was yeah. good, and I'm it like meant such something. Such a wise woman just now. Yeah, I love that. yeah. yeah You've said it, a few wise things today. I don't know where it's coming from. Who <laughs> 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 <I> knows? <laughs> but yeah, I just think her voice resonates so much with everyone as well. Not just me. It's just she's just so soulful and. Uh, and she her. comes from a time that was not easy at exactly. all. Oh and it's exactly. So, it's music that means something yeah. in every song. Yeah. Like, racism was really big. It still is big now, but it's just... Un- yeah. un- it was just in your face back yeah. then. Like, you back then, not you're like, left, you were that right, N-word. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I love her. And then you also chose um, That's All Right. I will never be what you want, and that's all right. my skin ain't light, and my body ain't tight, and that's all right. But if I might, I must stand and fight. I think I was really struggling um, when I was younger with like being dark skin. Yeah. And I remember hearing that song and knowing that it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember the lyrics. The lyrics are like, I, uh, I'll never be what you want. And so, uh, yeah, I would never be what you want, and that's all right. Yeah. Because my skin ain't light and my body ain't tight. And I was just like, I can see myself in those lyrics yeah. and this really does mean something to me mm-hmm. and it really changed my outlook on life mm-hmm. just knowing that it's okay to be who you are mm-hmm. it's okay not to be light yeah be dark uh, the, the darker the cherry the sweet the fruit <laughs> do you know what I mean girl preach so yeah man coming out with Man, man, still. Still. Like, Goodness, we are recording this because oh, I'm, we can mate. list these. You can go on a book. I'm giving this all to you. I think that really changed my whole outlook on a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. And like finding my confidence again because I just felt really unconfident. Like I just felt like shit. And then I heard that song and I was like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Mm. It's all going to be fine. And the video for it is wild as well. Yeah. I haven't watched the video. You should. It's it's really cool. She just like does some sick dancing and like mucks around and it's really, really cool. And she has done, what was it I saw? Oh, so there's a song called She on the same album as that, which is on um, Sing to the Moon. She closed her eyes and she heard a small voice say, you don't stop, no, you belong to me. She cried, maybe it's too late. And she's in South Africa and she's live singing this song, She. And it just came on um, recently, actually. I don't know when I heard it. And I was like, what on earth is that? And it's stunning. And she's just really? in a big open room with a ba- with a big choir mm. singing it. And it's I kind of like had forgotten about her. Yeah. And then heard it. I was like, here we go. She's just really good, isn't she? Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. She's, she's all right. She's, she's done all right. right. <laughs> she's all right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that song really changed me. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and then Seraphina, you what were you what was yours? I feel so basic next to Chilean. Like it's not it's <laughs> single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is Beyonce. Oh see, well. But it's the live homecoming album. It's the live homecoming. It's yeah. the oh, live homecoming good. album actually. Such a funny thing for me to try to explain. How I'm feeling in my pride is a one of blame. Yeah. I 
and I remember, I think it came out at a time, like, I was going through a fun breakup because breakups are fun. Mm. And, mm. <laughs> they're really fun. And, <laughs> and I was going through a lot um, personally and career-wise. I was just really trying to figure myself out. I remember that it just, like, so obviously it came on Netflix and that. I just kept re-listening to it and it's really finding this kind of, really embracing this message of just celebrating everything. Really just celebrating warts and all and being a bad bitch while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Beyonce is predominantly, like, a bad bitch. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, it's, it's so weird because, like, I've always enjoyed Beyonce's songs. I've never looked at Beyonce and been like, boom, that's my path, that's my future. I don't yeah. feel like I'm that kind of curvaceous, really, like, independent. I can move my hair around. I'm trying to move my hair around. I haven't got... I've got short hair, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, working out. Yeah. Yeah. Just wet your there. neck. Um, <laughs> but I've always... I've, <laughs> But it was just it was it was powerful to even and and the main reason I love the live version not so much I think visually I do think back to the 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 Netflix performance but I feel like hearing the crowd and hearing the band hearing the dancers and their energy and just seeing how how much of a community is up in this album you can feel the energy of that it's just this craziness that like when I'm I remember actually when we found out um, Chinny landed sex said and then me and Nat was like we're going Brighton the thing that you do when yeah, things yeah, happen no, no, get on a train to Brighton <laughs> <laughs> and we sorted it out we got this nice Airbnb oh. I remember this one morning I think I think you two were still upstairs or something I became like the mum like I was just cooking and thing like that doing that and then um, I just remember putting it on and it was the first time I was just playing that album not for myself. Yeah. Like, or just being aware that like I'm in a space with other people as opposed to like I'm just doing it in my room. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just so happy. And I was just such an it is joyful. A, a powerful yeah. just um vibe and energy. So I'm just like I just I just love I just love what that kind of album represents. All the songs, it like it's all of her hits. I remember like it's the minute for me, it's when Destiny's Child come on. Yeah. And I actually cried. Oh wow! I no no. I actually <laughs> cried. <laughs> and I, and I, I'm gonna tell you why tears left my eyes. I'm gonna tell you why tears left my eyes. Yeah, because listen, listen, listen. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. Yeah. Loser. <laughs> Sorry, we've got the wise one. We have got the wise one, and Jenny. I mean, come on. <laughs> Let me be the emotional one. Like, I was just like, oh my god, they're back together. They are powerful. Mm-hmm. They are sisters. They are different shades, different spectrums of being black. And I was just like, whoa. I think sometimes it's very easy to forget. Kind of similar to what you were saying earlier with your song, like just to really sit in what it means to be you. I think, you know, it's naturally because of the way how society is and mm. hierarchies and yeah. systematic SY. And uh, why did I say SY? I don't even know. <laughs> 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 BS. <laughs> um, um, it's very easy. Like I said earlier, I, I sometimes do have my walls up sometimes. Just as, just as a, it's, it's a safeguarding thing that I do. Yeah. And I'm learning. I'm, I'm 25 now. I'm trying to get break that shit and just really just own and be in a room and just be who I am. Like, yo, like, mm. And that was a moment of like, these women just owning it and being who they are. And it was a bit where like, Michelle and Kelly were like, she's our best friend, she's our best friend. I was like, yes, she is. Yeah. And you're like, you all, like, they pitted you against each other and yeah, everyone's like, the media made you think everyone's hating everyone. And the you're like, no, you love each other. And they still seen that love. And then yeah. obviously her sister comes out. Oh, I comes out and they start, no, It was just like, it's too much. It's too Imagine much Imagine being love. Beyonce. Just for, just for a second. Just for a second. And for me, it's the most. I feel like wait, wait, let's just give it a second. Oh, okay. Giving it. Am I, oh, 
There we are. Okay. I can imagine myself waking up in something really gold. Wow. I was like, waking up like a gold. Do you say imagine yourself being Nina Gold? No. Okay. <laughs> Nina, <laughs> what? Nina, where are you? Where, where is she? <laughs> Nina! <laughs> Nina Gold. What are you casting? Nina Gold's the biggest cast. Well, a huge casting director that did like Game of Thrones and all this sort of thing. Chenny's on the work. <laughs> Nina? Nina, you want Nina? us? Next time, what's, what's going on? What's going on? Nina, go to the room. Greta? <laughs> Nina with Greta. <laughs> I said, I imagined when I thought of that, like, you know, when you do things where you're like, just don't think. And you were like, just just imagine being Beyonce. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I'm just going to imagine. I'm not going to think. I just like imagine waking up in like a in like a house of gold. <laughs> oh, that's, that's where I got the gold from. Yeah. That's where I got yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you hear gold. Yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. do. I can't do. Nina. No, Nina. No, but like, She's gone. She's gone. She never yeah. existed. What do you mean? No, I think, I just, just, for me, it was just seeing like, I feel like in the recent years, we've got to see the human side of Beyonce. I feel like the start yeah. of her career, she had yeah. to be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And I just love seeing her in human form. And for me, that was the ultimate betrayal of her just being human. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Me and you, yeah. Beyonce sings like no one, like she carries her voice. Yeah. It doesn't falter. It her vocal range. Her vocal range she doesn't falter. in heels. That's what it I mean. It will always blow out. Boom. Beyonce does <laughs> full out routine. <laughs> it, it was that song, like, baby, it's you. Yo, I was like, wow. Don't that even. vocal re- When she hit that high note, I can't note, do it. Can you like, do it? Hits Chini, it, hits it, Chini. Can you give us an example? I can't even do it. I'm not oh, Beyonce. I, really I think, I'm baby, it's yeah. Oh, whoa. No, that wasn't right. This wasn't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. Behind. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. Do it. Do it. Do it. I can't. It's too high. We'll all look away. Okay, we'll look away. You can look away, but people. We'll look away right now. Baby, it's you. You're the one that gets the out. Oh, I can't do it. It's so high. Oh, it's so high. Oh, it's so high. Oh, it's so I told high. you to get to do it. It's too high. It's too high. She's saying. She's no, saying. No. Yeah, we got it. Well, we got did you get it? I, got got it. I think you get it. Did Nina get it? Nina, got, she's not here. Here in my heart. Star Wars Nina, if you're listening, Chinny wants to work. <laughs> He's like, Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> Oh yeah, Nina, go cast Star Wars as well. Yeah. Jenny, so, right. So what's the list? Greta, Nina, Lily, yeah, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Why not? If anyone's listening, any other names you want to give out? Not to- yeah. I'm just gonna drop them throughout. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Let's go into the book. Um, Chinny, what was your book? This is a good one. Uh, Shonda Rhimes' Years of Yes. Which is 2015, I think she wrote it. I think so. It's just about her, like, just saying yes to everything. And I, I think... I was in a point of my life. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that audition because, because of whatever reason. Uh, you, bait me out. I don't mind. I'm looking at her with very <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I was just saying no to stuff because I was like, in my head, I was weighing it up. I was like, is this worth it? Why should I do it? Mm. And now I've, I think I've just developed the attitude of being like, yes, mm. I'm, I'm letting people in. I'm, I'm doing things now. Mm. Um, and I've, uh, yeah, that's why that's, I, I bought that. No, I, Noma gave me that book. Noma, Noma um, who played Hermione in Harry Potter. And she's your mentor. She's my mentor. Um, she gave me the book when I was like in a really like 
crisis mode when I didn't have literally when I didn't did have, you no see one, her do because she was the first Hermione to do the West End wasn't she the yeah, Harry yeah, Potter yeah, did I you see her do it yeah she invited that's me that's so lucky I can't get tickets you can't oh mate, you, mate. Can, I, can you get me tickets I can't get you tickets okay. she's, not, she's not in the London not one even. anymore fine fine no it's fine don't worry about it I'm, you can get me tickets I hook you up. oh my god oh my god did you look at us working together on the same day I'll get you on the podcast sometime will you come on sometime yeah <laughs> um, but yeah I think I was like in a point of crisis I was like I didn't have an agent and I was just like I don't know what to do and then she gave me this book and I read it and I was just like oh, I just it just really changed my whole outlook on life yeah have you seen her TED talk that she does no. about it so Shonda Rhimes does a TED talk about the year of yes wow. and it's all about her deciding to say yes to everything and like what it unlocks and the fear mm. and realising very quickly that the fear that you're holding when um, worried about doing something yeah. immediately um, dissipates as soon as you just do it and you say yes and then at one point she starts listing like all the productions that she's got going on at that time and like the 70 hours of production and TV that's on yeah. TV due to her and people start to clap and then she just puts her fingers up and she's like no 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 and they, everyone like simmers back down and she continues to list everything Whoa. that she's doing um, it's really good it's really really good and wow. she's by the end of it she's like I'm a titan I'm a titan yeah. Yeah. and my daughter is a titan Ooh, and, yeah. yeah you should watch it Ooh. okay yeah, her TED Talk. Just put Shonda Rhimes in. Okay. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But it just changes. If you say yes to stuff, yeah. it just changes a lot. Because I feel I feel negative. Like, no's sometimes really negative. And the yes is like, yeah, positive. Let's do it. But you can't say yes to it. I'm um, no to you. I'm going to give you this yeah. book I've got There's right There's boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well. boundaries. There's boundaries. Yeah. It's a book I was reading. But the I didn't rejection one. Um, yeah, because uh, Mel wrote it. So I like, oh, it doesn't No, do not mention it. Mel. I never mentioned anything. Cut it out of the podcast. No, what's it called? What's it called? It's called Rejection Proof. I've been just reading it recently. So when I just kept like posting about it on my Insta. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's it by? Um, oh god, well, oh, I haven't got it on me, so I can't remember. Oh, so, and it was as fine people know the name, they can Google it. Project <laughs> It's a yes. future, you can Google it. It's good. Even like this book has even like changed the way I think of auditions mm-hmm. as well. I'm just like, I, I, I'm like a yes and now. Like mm. when they ask me to do something, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll do it, and I don't care anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Just don't. Like, but I genuinely <clears throat> don't care because the fear, the fear of like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. It, it's just a big bad story yeah. you tell yourself. I put, I've, I remember put, putting people on pedestals. Yeah. Like, um, if I'd met me like a really uh, big casting director, I'd, I'd feel like really like hot in my chest. Like Nina like, Gold. Like Nina Gold. Nina, I haven't met. Nina, I haven't met. Nina. I haven't met. But but I just feel so nervous. It's but now I'm just like thing though that I had when I was shit. younger like, like I literally couldn't sleep for two days yeah. Like, yeah, I couldn't exactly. believe I did that shit like what yeah. and, like, and it's sleep. us and it's us that gives them that yeah we re- like no one told me to do that exactly I literally did it to myself yeah you did it to that's yourself. it yeah. that's it you do often just do it to yourself yeah. there's nobody there's like these people that you think are sitting on your shoulder telling you to do these things and actually they don't Please. exist they, they yeah. weren't there no. They weren't there at all. So, Sophie, what's your book? Again, I love yes. that it was a really unusual choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's, so my relationship with this book was actually really weird because um, I initially watched it as an anime. Um, oh. But I know um, sometimes with animes, they've obviously got, like, they've got a certain amount of episodes, certain things get watered down. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to get the manga, I'm going to read the manga and just really just like get the whole scope of everything and just fell in love with it. So what is it? it? It's called Orange by Ichigo Takeno. Um, she's a Japanese um, cartoonist, manga um, creator, creator, drawer, manga, mm. author, illustrator. She is um, amazing. This book, actually, I didn't even, I didn't clock until I started doing a bit more research on it. Um, it won the New York Times bestseller. Ooh. 
Wow. Go her. Go um. Go her. Go go. Essentially, it looks at the story of a young girl, and Naho, who she, um, we meet her when she receives a letter at home from a ten-year version of herself, ten years in the future, um, saying that on this day this is going to happen. You're going to meet this boy. Little intricate things like at school, ah. someone's going to do this and da 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 da, and like. The first kind of bit of the of the of, of the manga is like her tr- kind of slowly going through the letter because she doesn't quite believe it. But then she goes to school. That boy is there. She does something that she re- ah. that she re- is there, and then she finally gets to the end of it, and it's saying that it's her self in the future asks her to save this young boy <gasps> because he's going to lose his life slash try to kill himself. So okay. it's the journey of her trying to navigate each letter each day that she's been given, trying to do things to rectify it or try and do things to relive it sometimes she doesn't in each aspect or sometimes she does don't give too much away I'm not giving yeah. too much away oh, good. Saying, I was thinking I was I'm like I feel that you're moving around genuinely not giving too yeah, much good, good. away because it's like this is unlike this is it's, great it's yeah. amazing it's so amazing it's so beautiful and it's like this little friendship group again I love I love friends I love I just love and I'm a sucker for love stories and yeah. um, she does love him too um, but yeah it's just her navigating that and I think one of my favourite bits in a novel, in a manga, is that there's a point, cause so, it, because so... What is a manga, for people that might not know? So mangas are basically, think of a Japanese version of a comic book, but you read it back to front, and there's no colour in it. I've actually got... I brought them with me. I'm going to... I'm gonna. I hope yes. you heard that. Yes. So I know you can't see it, but it's there. <laughs> it's in the room. <laughs> I brought it in the room. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to do it. <laughs> I actually um, considered doing an ASMR episode. Oh, <laughs> I thought we would, but I okay, would. maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um, yeah, and it's just like her with her group of friends is trying to make sure, basically, that this guy is as happy as can be. But sometimes things go wrong. Yeah, my my favorite bit is like, obviously, it's about her a love story and and sort of rectifying that, and it's this weird kind of sci-fi way of telling it. So it can feel sometimes, even though it's really not, that is very much just based on her and and her love for this guy, but. It's so much more, but I'm trying not to give away spoilers. Yes, yeah. it's a beautiful bit where there's a letter from her ten year self in the future, and she was like, um, at the sports day, I didn't go and do the race, and I really, really wish I did that race. And it's and you watch the kind of younger version of her in school just doing it for herself, just like this. this yeah. It's such a small thing, but it's like the, the older version writes about all her fears and why she didn't do it, and she just really, really held on to that despite her other regrets. And there's a younger version now she's lived a couple of days or months of this knowledge of the of the letters and trying to save this guy. She's just found this kind of new kind of, almost like this yes man confidence to be mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I might mm-hmm. hurt myself. I might be shit, but I'm just going to run the race. And I was just like, go you. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. Naho. Yeah. I feel like this has been the whole theme of this episode. Yeah. Is this, yeah, like, like yeah. yes, fuck positivity is pretty each other. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's... That's brilliant. Thank yeah. you. Um, guys, this has been such a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you're you. both like, I can just see you're about to skyrocket. I mean, you kind of already have skyrocketed oh, to a you. place. Um, and I feel like I, re- I can see things that are happening to you that have happened to me when I started and we've gone on a very similar path yeah. and I kind of I feel like I know some things that are ahead of you Ooh, that are really gas me. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and not that I know anything or everything <laughs> at all but um, things can be wild when you yeah. get pushed into situations that you weren't expecting and um, to profile on lights that maybe you weren't expecting but um, you're both two of the most eloquent 
exciting, intelligent young women I've thank, met. Oh. Um, thank you. And, you, and you're also you like answer. doing things for people and um, putting yourselves out there as representatives of people that I think it's amazing that they can watch you do what you do. So go you. Go you. Also, team go dyslexic because yeah. I'm dyslexic fuck and yeah. like, Team dyslexic. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming thank on, you. making the time. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks, Nathaniel, for coming <laughs> in today. Thanks, Nathaniel. <laughs> Up next week, I talk to the lead singer of one of the biggest rock bands in the world, Will Fallis. It's none other than Ellie Rousel. She is so, so cool. So tune in. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.